Pekin's new mayor hopes to bring the city council together. That's just one of the things you need to know to start your day for Tuesday, May 30th. I'm Colin Shope, and this is WCBU's On Deck. Support for WCBU's On Deck comes from Palomar Wealth, providing financial planning and advice for Central Illinois. Introducing Navigating Your Financial Journey, a podcast exploring the concepts of financial wellness with the Palomar Wealth team. Now available on Spotify, Apple, and Amazon. More information at palomarwealth.com. First on deck today, young women will soon have their chance to work directly with a bipartisan group of leading female Illinois lawmakers. WCBU's Tim Shelley reports. Illinois Lieutenant Governor Juliana Stratton is launching the new Girls Who Lead program this year. It allows girls in 5th through 12th grades to work in concert with a leading woman in Illinois politics. It will certainly give them an opportunity to uh, build their skills and their leadership ability and to really just uh, expose them to what happens at our state capitol and what happens in our respective districts. Stratton says the door to public service was opened to her by a mentor and it's important to create opportunities for the next generation of women leaders. We need good public service and certainly girls and women are often underrepresented in these areas, and we want to make sure that there's a clear pipeline for more girls and women to serve. Applications are due by May 31st. It's free to apply to the program. Go to the Illinois Council on Women and Girls website to learn more. For WCBU's On Deck, I'm Tim Shelley. Here are some other stories that we're following in the WCBU newsroom. There's bad news for pool goers in Pekin. The new dragon slide at Dragonland Water Park won't be installed in time for this swim season. And the Illinois General Assembly has sent a bill to the governor requiring schools to alert parents if their child has been bullied within 24 hours of a report by a student. Find more of these stories and all the details at WCBU.org. New Pekin Mayor Mary Burris has been on the job for just over three weeks now, and a lot has happened under her watch already. Last week, Burris attended the funeral for fallen Pekin Police Department officer Daniel Graber, and she says she witnessed the community's ability to pull together in difficult times. Yet turmoil still surrounds City Hall. Police Chief John Dossey has taken on a dual role as acting city manager following the removal of interim city manager Bruce Marston. The city manager position is one of three key leadership roles Pekin still needs to hire, and clear factions have developed among the city council. In the first of their regular quarterly interviews, WCBU reporter Joe Deacon talks with Burris about her efforts to bridge the divide and guide Pekin through its issues. I'm still working on that, and um, yes, you can still see it, but I try very hard to pull us all together. And I think if everybody realizes that we are in this to do what is right for the city of Pekin, I think eventually we will be able to come together. Um, we've had some quite a few things that have hit us from, you know, from day one, and um, there have been tough decisions. I feel if we all take a deep breath calm down. We will get accomplished. We will come together as we, we're already starting. It, it's it's working. City Hall's morale is already lifted. They love seeing me come in there. I'm the type that I go by and I say good morning to everyone. And I think people, they see that as a way of communicating better. They love that they have leadership now. They have a direction. So it's already starting to come together. Not quite finished, but it's starting to come together. 
Well, as you alluded to, already in your tenure, the council has removed Bruce Marston as interim city manager and appointed Police Chief John Dossie to fill that role temporarily. How critical is it to get a permanent city manager in place as quickly as possible? It is crucial. Um, We, Like I said, we're starting to pull together. We're starting to go in the right direction. But without a full-time city manager, we just can't quite get there. Um, Chief Dossie already has his hands full, but he was willing to step up to the plate to do what is right for our city. He shows great leadership. And um, we just chose that uh, he would be the best to fill in. We did put a time limit on it of um, July 24th. And I think that if anybody's been listening to our meetings, you will hear that I am already out headhunting. I have three excellent candidates that I am just talking to personally, and I challenged the council the other night to do the same, to get someone in here. Let's talk to everyone and get a good city manager. That will finalize the forwardness that we need to bring this city together. You mentioned that morale at City Hall is up. The human resources report that WCBU obtained regarding Marston's removal indicated reports of a toxic work environment. And we've seen for a while now a lot of flux among senior leadership positions. Is this ongoing, and how difficult does it make it to attract people to these vacant positions that the city needs to fill? Well, um, yes, there was that issue that we did have. um, And with a new interim city manager in place now, just not um, the acting city manager that we had for the 10 days, the people that work under the finance director, because Mr. Marston went back as finance director, they will no longer report to him. They will report to the city manager. So that has calmed people down. It has calmed the attitudes down. Um, that, you know, they don't feel that it's a hostile work environment as much as they did feel it. So it is helping. And once the city manager is in place, you know, we've asked the new one or the, the interim not to be hiring anyone. Just keep the ship running, keep operations going, and then the new city manager will be able to hire the people that he feels best fit that. So... It, it has, with putting those people under the manager versus the finance director, has already calmed the waters as well. What positions still need to be filled? What are the most crucial, aside from obviously the city manager? So the city manager, uh, HR director, EDC, those are some of the three crucial ones that need hired right away. What needs to be done to eradicate this perception of a toxic work environment within Pekin government to attract people to these positions? Good leadership from the top down. Um, that comes from our first and foremost is the city manager. That city manager needs to know how to communicate, pull the city together, show what the city has to offer to get good people to apply and want to come to work for us. That's Pekin Mayor Mary Burris talking to WCBU's Joe Deacon about her first three weeks in office and where the city is headed. To hear the full conversation, go to wcbu.org. Before we let you go, Peoria Riverfront Museum hosts Cocktails with a Curator tonight for a conversation about the exhibition Heart. Doors open at 6 p.m. and the discussion starts at 6.30. Tickets are $25 for members and $30 for non-members. And that's it for today. The show was produced by Holden Kellogg. You can subscribe to WCBU's On Deck podcast on Apple, Spotify, Google, or the NPR app.